Ross Noble, welcome to Home Time. It's lovely to be here. Uh, just before uh, you, we had you on in that last record, you were doing a little, we were just checking the mics. Yes. As a stand-up comedian, do you do a sound check? Do you go out and do a 2-2-1-2? Two, two, two? Absolutely. Not only do I do a sound check, because, uh, look, I don't want to get all lardy dar about it. I don't <laughs> want to come round here, Charlie Big Potatoes, but I, uh, I, t- I, t- I use a, a, a radio microphone. I don't have a... What? A lot of people like to hold a microphone, but I like to have my hands free. For wild gesticulation. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, uh, I have to, yeah, I have to sound check that because otherwise it, it just sounds horrible. But I'll be honest with you, you know how like, uh, do you remember how REM they recorded that album, was, uh, New Adventures in Hi-Fi, right? And it was all they would just jam at the uh, in the sound check, uh-huh. and then they, that turned into the record. Sometimes the sound check doesn't need to be as long as it, as it is. Sometimes I, I found myself going, uh, I'd, I'd go, I'd be like that, I'd go, yeah, blah blah, talking, 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 and then I just one day I just went, hello, I'm Johnny Cash, <laughs> and as soon as I started singing, I'm Johnny Cash, and then I started singing Johnny Cash songs. So have you got, have you got like a headpiece, like a gaming, like head, headpiece? I mean, in terms of well, this like this a, microphone, what, you I'm, mean like a, a Native American? <laughs> that would be cultural appropriation. I dress as a Native American chief. And I, and the I, sit, I sit and I do it all with smoke signals. What, the, the show's the, going to be amazing because the sound the sound guy's miles away and he, he and so we just he does that we waft it to each other. And what do you mean a headpiece? But, well, with with the microphone thing you're talking yes. about, I'm getting vibes of um, like air air rescue helicopter headset headset with the, with the, with the bit around the front there. Yeah, I've got the giant ear things on as well, and I just uh, with the bats. I, yeah. There's just the sound of somebody going, oh, we need air support, please. Can you show us? Show us. Yeah. I often appear on those, you know, those uh, police helicopter shows. <laughs> often I'll be doing a sound, I'll be doing a sound check and I'll be called off to find a, a car thief that's hiding in some bins, you know, because I've I got think... infrared eyes. <laughs> now that Alistair that. Stewart doesn't do those anymore, you would be perfect oh, be so for good. police oh, camera my action. Oh, God, that Alistair Stewart, I used to love. But didn't he get an. I'm, I think this is correct. Didn't he get sacked from that because he got done for... <laughs> I think, not, look, allegedly. Allegedly. But I'm pretty much 99% sure. I'm sure that he was... There was some sort of traffic, road traffic incident. So I'm you sure. have to have a clean record then I if think, you're going to do I it. I think he got points... Let's just say he got points on his license. That's what it is. That's what it was. no longer... Yeah, but <laughs> there was a great one, right? Because do you remember before they had... Um, before they had them on the TV all the time, you used to be able to buy... Video before the internet, you could buy videos of it was like CCTV uh, incidents, you know, yeah, like yeah. D- dumb criminals and that sort of stuff. And I bought one, and uh, it was um, <laughs> I did. I used to. I used to a, before the internet, I was cre- I was basically like uh, curating what I thought in the future people would go. Well, look at all this odd stuff. And then the internet came along, and I went, I've wasted a lot of money. On this. <laughs> I, I've basically got a hard copy of the internet in my garage, and uh, so there was this. One and it was um, the fella that played PC Tony Stamp on on the bill. Graham Cole. Graham Cole. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm similar to you in that I retain absolutely <laughs> pointless, yeah. pointless bits of knowledge. And it started. It was him dressed in full police uniform, and he was and he got out of the car and he went hello. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, PC Tony Stamp. Was he PC? Probably. He yeah. was. He was PC. Yeah. yeah. He went hello. On PC, Tony Stamp. And he looked straight at the camera and he went, 
Not really. I'm actor, Graham <laughs> Cup. <laughs> and we're here today to talk about, and it was all done. Sort of like, and then there was this footage. Oh, well, it was fantastic. The, the voiceover, and it wasn't, it was just him introducing it. It was the voiceover, and it said, uh, and now, because they were trying to pretend, it was all very highfalutin, pretending it was sort of... Uh, Sanctimonious. Yeah, 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 telling you about the dangers of crime. Yeah. Well, it was, it was just chances. <laughs> and uh, it just go, it just go... And in a shopping centre, this man here is behaving inappropriately <laughs> towards shoppers, right? There's a flasher there like that. And then they go, but he gets his comeuppance when some schoolgirls attack him. And I went, what? And, they, uh, they go, and what they've done is they've got this, uh, they've gone to a party shop and it said, uh, they go, egged on by high, uh, egged on by high spirits and bravado, they attack him. With silly string, <laughs> and they got silly string from a shop, and you saw them it. spraying it on this fella. So, but the fact that it was so like they went attacked him with silly string. No, it's silly string. Everyone calls it silly string, but it was like, oh, what sort of string did they? Silly. The string silly was string. silly. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't have that anymore. But you know what? It'll be, it'll be on the internet. It'll be on the internet. It'll be there somewhere. on the internet, yeah. won't it? Yeah. Come bless it. Um, the last so five... I'm on, t- I'm on tour, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last five minutes really does... Uh, I've been looking up the Collins Dictionary. The definition of jibber-jabber and jamboree, because oh. your tour, jibber-jabber-jamboree. That's right, yeah. Jibber-jabber, yep. foolish or worthless talk. I think we got that covered <laughs> off. Yeah, tick. Jamboree, party, celebration or gathering where people have fun and enjoyment. There you go. That's You've what, nailed that that's title. What, that's what we're sure it's Silly when, string in many well, ways, isn't it? Aside yes. from one of your actual tour dates, because I think jamboree is a great word. It's lovely. When word, was the it? last proper jamboree you went to? Uh, what apart from one of my gigs? Can apart from one of your gigs, because uh, that is obviously a jibber jabber jamboree. I'll tell you where it was. Have you ever heard of a? Have you ever heard of a group called uh, Masioki? No. No. Oh my god, fantastic! Right, so they're so they're a band, right? They're a, <laughs> they're a band, and they play like uh, uh, sing along songs. Uh, they play like rock hits, but they don't play like. Sometimes they play a full song, but often they'll just play like the best bits of. Sometimes they'll do like uh, musicals. It's basically like sing alongy type songs. Great. And uh, but but what happens is the audience go along and they play that. They have the words on the screen, so you're watching a live band, but it's all about just singing along. So it's a, but it's not like one of them. Oh, let's start a choir. It's just like <laughs> let's get in there and sit. And and I was uh, I was in Adelaide for a month doing shows over there, and uh, I went and saw them. And um, look, I might have ended up on stage with them. Oh. I might have. So yeah, it is it was, nice being part of the audience? I guess rather than always being up on stage. No, I got on stage. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was playing with. Not them. having I was, that. I turned out I was playing ukulele with them, and then I played the guitar, and I was singing. It was just like, and it was one of those things where I went, "This is as close to a, this is as close to a jamboree as you could possibly yeah. get." That's a gig, though. But yeah, that was good. That was a sort of, uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think. You know, sometimes when uh, spontaneous community dancing happens, that's yeah. always nice. That's a jamboree. It? Yeah. That's a jamboree. What's, well, the, what's the last jamboree you attended? Last jamboree I went to was probably a family do, I would say. Yeah? Yeah. I'm fortunate to get on with the family, so uh, I'd say that's a jamboree. So it tipped from just uh, a pleasant time with your family to a jamboree. Did it tip into uh, sort of searing resentment and violence? Or did it... <laughs> Never went that far. Because that's the thing with a jamboree. Sometimes with the fa- <laughs> jamboree with your family, it can just, you know... On the edge. Oh, yeah, old old wounds can open up. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing you know, spontaneous <laughs> dancing turns into... <laughs> 
kneecapping. You know, that's <laughs> right. That doesn't kicking, happen on kicking. tour, no? Ne- no. Never happens on tour. No. Oh, I mean, speaking of the tour, I've been just yes. scrolling through Twitter and Instagram to see what you've been up to. You're incredibly busy, Ross, aren't you? You're that is the on, ver- on the, the, mo- the that move that the whole time. the very nature of a tour. No, but like, you, you're <laughs> on... Night. Do you have, like, periods where you get, like, <laughs> t- time to kind of, like, chill a little bit? Or are you always on the move, travelling from one venue to the next, etc.? Um, no, well, it depends, really. I sort of... Uh, you, you have the odd night... You know, you'll have a, you'll have a night off, but mm-hmm. often, yeah, you finish one gig and then you travel to the next and to the next. On the last tour, uh, myself and my tour manager, um, it was um, we we had a night off and we were staying in quite a fancy hotel, and it was like, oh, this is oh, this is quite fancy. And went, you know what? Let's let's book. And it had a re- you know some hotels got like real prop fancy uh, restaurant and that and uh, <laughs> the Premier Inns. No, no, this was like a fancy hotel, and we were. Uh, and so we went to the restaurant and, and night off and we sat there and we're looking around and we're going, blimey, I thought, it's busy, this restaurant, isn't it? So all couples. And then we realised it was Valentine's night. Romantic little dinner. Lovely little romantic But yeah, no, you, go, you can sort of, uh, I like to try and find things to do on the, uh, you know, uh, like in the daytime. Well, that's right? what I was going to ask because well, obviously the good thing is you get to go to a load of different places, but you could either just sit in the car or the van or wait to do your gig or the little green room or, yeah. You can get out and explore each place you're playing. So you, yeah. you must have a chance to have a look around on, on your own and go and have a good old nose around some places. You know what? I took in uh, the canal system of Birmingham the other day. Is that code? Uh, yeah. I believe that's got more miles of canal than Venice. Venice. That's the, you know what? They love to tell you that. <laughs> Especially if you're down by the canal. If you, if you pause for a second to take in, to take in, you go, this is a nice canal. Somebody will literally pop out of the water. <laughs> like like a little brummy otter. They just pop out and you all right, mate, come, come walking, walking out of Venice, you know. I know, literally everybody has told me that. So all they talk yeah. about around here. But, but you know what, the, uh, if you, I don't know if you've ever been to Venice... I tell you what, <laughs> they, they, they just go. They don't like people from Birmingham. <laughs> they turn up. Someone from Birmingham turns up, and they get they get very angry. They just go. And, we were the we were the leading canal. <laughs> we're the leading canal city in the world, and then you um, came along. Yeah. Um, this is your twenty first solo stand-up tour. That is correct, It yes. is claimed, and it is indeed it is correct. It is now, it's been claimed, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but not verified. <laughs> well, well <laughs> I, I don't know what your first impressions are of this show. It's not one that, uh, that really does a hell of a lot of prep. Uh, I should have prepped this question, but Jibber Jabber Jamboree for this tour, yes. how many of your previous tour titles can you remember? Oh, blimey. Now, uh, I've not prepped this, so I can't uh, really mark you. But uh, I can give you 30 uh, seconds how, to see how many you can get. How many get. can I remember? There was uh, Slackers Player Time, Sonic Waffle, Unreal Time, uh, Randomist, um, Mind Blender, um, uh, Brain Dump. Um, how many am I up to there? I've was, not been counting or yeah, timing. I got to about 10 Like I said, it's not prepped. Yeah. Um, this is a terrible quiz. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> it's not yeah. even a prize, he doesn't uh, know. It's Fierce Cowboy. He's still um, going, though, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, How do you um, come up with the titles? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I literally... The, it's tricky because the show's not... Some people, like, sit down, they write a show and they go, this is where I talk about the, how the death of my father <laughs> affected my life. And it's, you know, and it's it's a picture of somebody looking sad. Yeah. You know, or it's like, oh, my inner demons... There's not that one. No, no, no. It's just like I just think. Well, I can't really because I know I find myself in this situation where people are going. So, tell us about the truth of the show. And I, just go, I just, 
So I just yeah, I come up with things. I come up with titles that sort of uh, yeah, that sort of humanoid. That was a one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, time's up. Yeah. Time's up. <laughs> Stop the clock. Uh, so I just come up with things that describe the show rather than the um, theme. Jibber jabber up jabber. Jibber jabber. No yeah. kneecapping. Because I think uh, you know what else apart from I mean obviously Mr T he's. Uh, he was the number one exponent of the <laughs> use of jibber jabber. Do you remember? Yes. He didn't like no jibber jabber. Oh yeah, he wouldn't you know take any I mean? jibber jabber, would he at all? But, and I thought, oh, is me using jibber jabber? Is that gonna? Am I gonna steal his thunder? And then I thought, well, to be honest, the chances of Mr. T doing a tour <laughs> nowadays is slim, you know, because he. <laughs> I ain't going on no plane, fool. Exactly, you, <laughs> you have to I mean? get the train over exactly. or something. Exactly, you have to do the whole thing. Interrailing. <laughs> Mr. T, interrailing. <laughs> now look, I'm no fan of Michael Portillo. <laughs> I mean, I, it's one of those things where is he really the best we can do when it comes to a train expert? <laughs> It's, you know, I know he likes trains, but he's not. What's he bringing to the table? You know, no offence if you're listening, Michael. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just saying, pair of red trousers doesn't qualify <laughs> you for. Anyway, the point is, it's a lot of train shows, but the one that we're missing is Mr. T's European interrailing. Oh. But, but here's the thing: it's a pitch, right? If anyone's listening, right? Channel Five, go. right? If you're listening, right? Here's the twist, right? Because you've got to have a twist. Yeah. Have a twist when you go, what's the unique selling point? The hook. The, the hook, that's right. That's the what hook. it is, the hook. Yes. You need a hook. Uh, so what is the hook? What is the hook for the show? Every week, Mr. T is given a glass of milk. He drinks the milk, <laughs> yeah. right? He passes out. They always drugged Mr. T, yeah. right? The, yeah, again, any teenagers, no idea what's going on here. <laughs> he drinks the milk and then he, oh, he wakes up. <laughs> Where am I this week? And Mr. T has to work out in his groggy haze of... of, of <laughs> he has to work out where he is yep. and what the city has to offer. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Brought to you by Rahitna. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does his delay repay because he's on the train. Exactly. And then he has to find his way to the station. <laughs> well, there's... I mean, if that gets made by Channel 5, I feel like we all need a cut of that programme. Look, yeah. if, if he refuses to do it, it's fine. I've worked out a way around it, right? Oh, right, go on. We shoot it all from Mr. T's POV. <laughs> Right. So it's just, you're watching it. Like Pink Show. Exactly. You just see him walking around, looking at the... Di- <laughs> and the camera looks up at a cathedral, and he looks down, and he and he talks to people, and then I'll just do the... I'll, yeah, I'll do the voice. <laughs> there you go. Are you doing the voice in the style of uh, Alistair Stewart? Uh, oh, yeah, I could yeah. do. Yeah. And they just go, why does Mr T sound like <laughs> Alistair Stewart? <laughs> Unusual. Uh, speaking of motor transport, one thing mm-hmm. I was not uh, expecting to see on your on your Instagram account, Ross, was yes. you scrambling on motorbikes like the TV show Kickstart. You were not expecting to see that. Not, no, it, don't take you, this the wrong way. But I just so, didn't have you down as as, as a scrambler. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, so you didn't watch the uh, series I made for Dave, where I uh, went and did the Scottish Sixty. Oh, good to see that. That's sure. sorry. Good to see I that show had the, had the impact. That's sure everyone. Had, I didn't know you were scrambling. I didn't know you were into scrambling trials, bikes. Trials. I do. I do yeah, uh, motorcycle trials. Yeah, going over the going over the obstacles. How did you get into that I, kind of thing then? That's the, cool. Um, I, I was well. I always wanted to. I wanted to. Ra- I was into push bikes when I was a kid, and then I always wanted a motorcycle, but my. Uh, my parents didn't have the money or the inclination to do that, and then uh, yeah, so I, I got into bikes, and then and then I started um, start riding off road, and mm-hmm. then uh, you know all sorts of stuff. Have you had injuries though? Because it looks flipping dangerous from you what, what I saw. I've only had one proper injury, and that wasn't actually from the dirt bike. That was uh, 
Yeah, that was a, a road thing. Look at that. I've got a. Oh, that's nasty, isn't it? Oh, that's work. Right. Look at that. It's got a big long, like, big shark long... bite on his yeah, arm. Yeah, big. Uh, that's what I've got a metal. I've got a metal wrist there where I. Uh, but I actually did that. This, it was the slowest I've probably ever ridden. I was leaving a music festival and, yeah. I, and I, my bike went on some gravel and, I, and I, But that's, yeah, I've got a metal wrist there, which is a bit of fun, actually. It's a bit of fun. You uh, stick a fridge magnet on to entertain the kiddies. You're magnetic. You know? Yeah, you can stick that wow. on there. That's yeah, I'm so like good. a. I'm like a, a sort of budget Wolverine. <laughs> uh, Wolverine. I'm genuinely uh, looking around the studio right yeah. now for any magnets. I mean, so if I thought about it, I'd know we don't have any in here. But so, oh, is there not oh. the Absolute Radio magnet store? No, it's branding that the boss turned yeah. away. Yeah. They probably had one, and then it was causing havoc with the equipment. <laughs> and somebody went, "I'm sorry, you have to." Have to Do you know what? Look, when we both started back in the day, though, there would have been equipment in the radio studio to bulk arrays magnetically any old cassettes and tapes and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. So you would have played havoc with oh, your metallic wrist. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't. I'm not sure you said bulk arrays. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you take yeah. your cassettes and all that kind of thing. Put yeah. them. Mag- you wouldn't be able to uh, wear a watch near it. Take your watch off, and it would completely erase everything on the tape. Oh wow! So you well, wouldn't have been able to leave that, the studio. That, that sounds like a sort of. Uh, sounds like a beach down in the Mediterranean. Have you have you been to bulk arrays? <laughs> Lovely place. Absolutely marvellous. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, well, it always annoys me because obviously I stay in hotels. I'm in a different hotel every night, as we mentioned, you know, on, the, right. on the tour. And uh, I don't like, you know, they, they say to you, don't put your key cards next to your phone or it'll erase the key card. Yeah. Like, I know that. And I've known that for a long time. <laughs> and, uh, so you can prank people by putting your wrist on uh, someone else's key card and wiping it then? Uh, I can steal people's keys. I'll just hold it up. <laughs> I, I, mag- I magnetise my can, wrist and then you, just. <laughs> can you steal keys? Yeah. What? Would you be able to? Sorry, are you suggesting when I said <laughs> when I said that I can magnetise my hand and pull keys across the room? Oh yeah, you believe me. Well, I, I thought that there's got to be some kind of power here. There's a power. It's a power. There you said should, budget Wolverine. There should have been. That's Magneto, though, isn't it? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I should. I, I should. Yeah. In defence of my dear friend no, no, you're here, right, you're right. I, I, I should let you know he was off earlier in the week, ill. So I'm, I'm okay. you know, it's my first day back. I'll put these <laughs> back. Okay. Is it, um, trouble at home? Right? <laughs> but I will rent your... Um, oh. t- t- tired. A little bit tired. Yeah. Oh, taking a bit, just taking a bit of time. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, so I was just going to say about your um, yes. tour and everything, Ross, yes. just, just to leave that behind us. Do you, do you take anything with you in, in your travel bag when doing a world tour? What stuff from, from home do you take with, with you? Any home comforts oh, in the bag? Uh, what have I brought with it? I have a, I have a, a miniature. I, you know, I've got a little miniature guitar that I take with me that I can. Uh, that I've, I've got a, I've got a bag. I got this massive bag, and um, I've, I've had a secret compartment put in the bottom of it. With, for magazines and that. Why am I telling you this? It's, uh, <laughs> it's not a secret compartment. It's, it's not a secret. I could nick that miniature guitar. It's just a compartment, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And I've had it all cut out, especially so I can put my little guitar in it. Now, I, I, was, I was thinking, oh, is that a ukulele? But I've been looking at these on Facebook Marketplace. So they like their travel guitars where it's almost like you've, you yeah, fold them like, out and you can kind of play them. It's just a short, it's just got a short neck. But you, you can know? plug it in like a guitar, like an electric guitar? Yeah, yeah, you can do that if you want. But they tend, hotels tend not to like it when you bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to put it very quietly in the middle of the night. But I just plug it in and just like, crank it up. People are more angry than when Dylan went electric. <laughs> uh, yeah. We speak, we speak of home comforts, but actually yes. on this tour coming up, you've got three nights in a row 
in in Newcastle. Yes, Newcastle. It's kind of like a little homecoming yeah, Newcastle City uh, Hall, cluster yeah. of dates. I don't know what you call it in the industry. Yeah, I'm cluster. going with cluster. Thank them. you. Yep. Um, is, is there an added pressure performing at home, sort of like old schoolmates coming along, or is it actually fun performing at home? I haven't spoken to anyone I went to school with for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I ditched that dead wood. <laughs> <laughs> Hate them all. No, so it's all sold yeah. out then. You don't need yeah. to sell anymore. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not really pressure it's just that you, you've just got to be on your toes because you'll be talking about something and you know that somebody in the audience will go hang on i was there yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah that's right so uh no no you know what playing newcastle's always just uh it's it's it, there's a, there's always just this there's an energy in the room that i yeah it's great mm. love it my, yeah. my mother half uh katie is, is from Blythe, and she Whoa, she hang said hang on stop the clock <laughs> you married a girl from Blythe. Yeah, we are engaged, and she is from Blythe. Good lord! And did you, um, and did you woo her and tempt her and impress her by showing her shiny things? <laughs> I'm joking. I always take the Mickey out. Of Blythe. But she swears that your mum taught, taught her home economics. You know it? what? She is absolutely 100% correct. Oh, really? Well, there absolutely. you go. I didn't even know that. Yeah, absolutely 100%. She didn't know whether it was a rumour that, that she was your mum, but no, she actually was your yeah, mum. Yeah, no, she absolutely was. Yeah, yeah, but my mum... My uh, that's why I didn't make out of Blythe, because... Uh, so, my, yeah, my mum worked in Blythe, and my so my dad was a teacher in Blythe as well. Wow. So, yeah, there's a whole... Um, uh, yeah, there's a whole load of... of there's a lot of people who basically know me through my mum. Yeah, it's, uh, Blythe's an amazing that, place though. Like the Blythe Market's fantastic. I love a good old, out, you know, old school market. You like know, that. you know what? Blythe's one of those places that, um, you know, it was kind of, uh, you know, it's one of those places that was hit hard. You know, it was sort of, it, it, you know, it was on the, it was on the decline. You know, but it's beautiful beaches and yeah, yeah, they were going to build a big. Going to build a, you know, that big factory was going to be built there, that that uh, battery factory and oh, all right. the rest of it. And I was really happy because the old power station. I thought, oh, excellent, Blythe's going to be at the forefront of technology, and then they just pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. close. So yeah. is that why there has to be a cluster of dates uh, to come see you in Newcastle because all your mum's old home ec alumni have to come out and see her some play? Yeah, home ec night. They, <laughs> I think. I think for a while it was called food technology. Yes. Because I think, yeah, I said home economics, I described her as home economics teacher. I think she got a bit, she got a bit grumpy with You me. don't call her that anymore. That's a good I point. Don't, I, I don't I think got that so. Has that, sorry, you, has sorry, that transcended was... to you? Are you? Have you got a signature dish? We are on at home time. Are, the, do you uh, cook? <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. I have no have no interest in cooking whatsoever. I just, I just think, it's like, you know, people that watch these, like, you watch cooking shows and they're like, and then you do this and you put this thing out. And I think, why am I watching this? Like, just here's what I'll do you give me the menu, I'll point at a thing, you bring it. <laughs> you bring it over. Don't, don't want to know how it got here. You know what I mean? Well, one other thing about your your, your hotel lifestyle that's, yes. that's featured a bit on this show over the past few months with people, yes. our, our listeners texting in about it, kind of scaremongering. Do you use the kettles that you get in hotels? <laughs> or do you stay away from them? Um, I don't, because I'm, I don't drink hot drinks as a rule. Oh. So uh, it's, uh, it's not... It's not for me. Occasionally, if I'm uh, if I need to uh, steam open somebody else's meal, <laughs> I will uh, I will use them. Intercept for that. a coup d'état or something like that, or a plot. <laughs> Very much so, but uh, not yet because there is talk, isn't there, of uh, of people there. Uh, 
maturating into the uh, <laughs> yes. The, no, that was insinuated by a couple of the texts we had into the show, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I know that's that's a thing, but I, I no, it's, it's not. But surely the whole act of boiling would sterilise such yeah, act. You, you know what? That's absolutely right, and I will be weighing in the kettle this afternoon, <laughs> knowing <laughs> knowing fine well. <laughs> It would sterilise. The, yeah. pr- the problem is, though, <laughs> is that between the uh, fully undiluted uh, liquid being right. in there, uh, human waste going in, and it being fully uh, sterilised, yes. as you put it, I think the steam coming off... At, on the way to being sterilised, yes. there'd be a lot of steam that... Because, you know, like water vapour, yeah, it's just a bit of water mm. in the air. Mm. Toxicity. Yeah. Well, I, I have the same... I, what I'll do if, if a fox poos in our back garden, right. to get rid of it, I'll pour the boiling water from the kettle onto it. But then I get like a... Onto the fox? Not onto the fox. <laughs> Jesus, hey, they don't come back. It's the most horrific thing I've ever seen. I'll pour the hot water do you, onto it. Do you live it, in a castle <laughs> with boiling oil? The fox is back! Man, the back is! Pour the boiling oil! Trying to get up the poor colours. Hang on, you, you pour it onto... Onto the... Onto the fox poo. Onto the fox poo. It, it dissipates it, but then I get a kind of like Friars Balsam <laughs> steam bath of fox oh, poo. Lovely Friars Balsam. Oh, good old Friars Balsam. Uh, it's, but, what, oh. Wow. I had a fox once in uh, my uh, pond, and it... Um, and Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I got this <laughs> pond. Yeah. And... Um, my wife said to me, she went, you need to get that fox. It was dead. Like, it was dead fox. Wouldn't you just, like, floating around? <laughs> it was, like, synchronised swimming with several other foxes. Um, I, she said, oh, there's a fox in the pond. And uh, I thought, are you a spy? There is a fox in the pond. A fox in the pond. Um, and she said, you have to get that fox. Because, you know, when they go bloated because they've been oh, floating in the water. Yeah. She went, get the fox out before the uh, kids get home. They don't want to see you. Look more like a puffer fish, a hairy puffer fish. <laughs> anyway, so I went down there and I looked at it and it was floating a fair few feet off the into the pond. And I thought, oh, great, I'm going to have to... I thought, I could, I'm going to get a broom or something to get it in. So what I did was I got the dog lead and I got a cable tie, you know, the cable yeah. ties there, I put it on the end of the dog lead and I lassoed... Oh, my word. I lassoed wow. the, the floating leg of the fox and I pulled it in like that and the cable tie, uh, it... <laughs> like that, and it tightened on the leg and I, and I started to drag the, the, the bloated fox out of the pond <laughs> but I tugged it a bit too hard and the whole leg came off. <laughs> And you know, it's oh, a horrible oh, end to the story. God, so, well, that's not the end to the story. Oh, I guess what? I, because I went. Will uh, be the end of the interview. <laughs> I said, uh, "Oh, don't worry. If there's any animal, if, if, if Peter are listening, it yeah. was dead. It was dead anyway. It was dead, so it was fine. And uh, and I hadn't trapped it. I hadn't trapped it. This uh, and uh, so I thought, oh god. So I'm gonna have to go and get a bin bag, yeah. and I'm gonna have to get another cable tie, right? So I so I, I walked back up to the house, but as I was walking up to the house. Driving down the drive, right, was the uh, delivery, the, the, the Amazon delivery fella, right? He said, I got a parcel for you. I said, There you go. And, uh, and I t- he took the parcel, and then I noticed that he was looking down, and I realised all he saw was a man standing there with a dog lead with a fox's leg and just, literally just a, just, a, just a fox's leg there. And he went, Oh, and I went, Oh. Dogs run off. <laughs> <laughs> this was the this was the same delivery guy who I answered the door and completely forgot 
that myself and my daughter had been uh, had been at the face paints, <laughs> and I'd started I'd started as a uh, I think I'd started as a rabbit or a tiger, something like that it was an animal, and then she d- changed it to a clown, and then just loads of. T- so I was like, if you imagine the Joker had had his face painted <laughs> and then somebody had tried to see if a pen was working on his face. That's what I looked like. And I just answered the d- delivery for you. Ooh. I was like, yeah, fine. It wasn't until he left, I went, oh. As we round up our chat, I don't think you could have summed up uh, the jibber jabber jamboree <laughs> in any better way, shape or form. Yeah. There you go. It's that. It's perfect. It's not that. It's, it's quite, yeah. But I'm in all. I'm in the north there. I'm at Manchester Apollo. That's going to be fun. I'm at the Newcastle um, city with the cluster. The cluster. I'm, uh, I was going to try and remember as many days as I could there, and I realised I couldn't. Bailed out of that. I only remember two. It's but all on the website, rossnoble.com. Rossnoble.com. Get yeah. tickets now. Ross Noble, it's been brilliant to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.